This is Country 104. Uh, okay, here we go. Good morning. Country mornings with Kyle and Leanne on Country 104. This morning for you, you had the opportunity for the first time in, well, some time to drive into the station. You are actually here in the building. You're not in the studio. We are continuing to practice social distancing, but you are just outside. You were actually at your desk. You've got windows. You're at work. Now, I I, got to ask you, you you drove into work this morning. What was the feeling like getting a chance to actually leave your place and and make the (laughs) drive-in? You know what? It, it was good. I will say I missed the extra 40 minutes of sleeping <laughs> I in. Believe I believe it. I, I <laughs> took it for granted. I didn't appreciate what I had while I had it. But it was interesting. I got in my car. I'm driving to work. You know, the first, you know, my neighborhood's fairly quiet. It's, you know, 20 to 5, quarter to 5 in the morning. It's nice. pretty quiet. And then you get out onto some of the main roads, some of the main stretches in the city. And you look around. There's, you know, half a dozen cars. There's a dozen there cars. There are a lot you know? of cars on the road. Yeah. At, at 20 to 5 in the morning. And I've always thought, and especially now after being at home for eight months, not having to drive that time in the morning, what do people do? What, like, you know, we're, we're up at that time in the morning. We know that our farmers are up that early in the morning. We've probably got Steve the trucker who's on the road right now in the rain uh, listening to Control 4. But, but what else do people do that makes them wake up at 20 to 5 or at 619 in the morning. Country 104. You know how all the judges, everyone likes to tease each other and get under each other's skin and likes to, you know, bug each other just just, just a little bit. Just, just a little bit, yeah. Well, Blake Shelton is going to be a guest on the Kelly Clarkson show. It's airing today, but we got a little teaser as to what their interview is like. And Kelly Clarkson asked Blake what was the very first show, the very first public performance that you ever did. My mom would enter me into pageants, mm-hmm. like literally pageants, because so I could sing in the talent portion. Yeah. But then you would have to also do the <laughs> evening wear and, you know. I gotta I be honest with you, I, I knew you were gonna answer with this and I just wanted to hear you talk about pageants. <laughs> So yes, yes, one? yes, I did those things. I don't remember, but I do remember my two specialties were I did uh, Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger, and yeah. I would do Cat Scratch Fever by Ted Nugent, which <laughs> didn't go over very well with the soccer moms in the audience. Kelly Clarkson is a national treasure. And we need to protect her at all costs. I am so glad that she asked Blake Shelton. I had no idea that he did pageants. Can you imagine a little eight-year-old Blake Shelton in Ada, Oklahoma, walking up on stage and doing, do you know what, have you heard Cat Scratch Fever? Trust me, I've heard Cat Scratch Fever. (laughs) Can you imagine being eight years old and performing that in front of a group of of soccer moms? Kyle, if you were eight years old. Oh, gosh. And to be entered entered into a pageant, what would your specialty be? I don't know. When I was in elementary school, and I think I was about eight years old, we, we had a talent competition, talent show. And uh, I was a, a little bit of a wizard, Kyle. I did a nice little magic show. Come for, on. <laughs> I had a cape. I had a hat. I had like a, like a, a wizard's cap that I wore. The whole thing. Whole works. I need to see this in person. And you're here. This is great. I'm going to take a video after. Country 104. The struggles when getting a new puppy and 
having to deal with the crying and the accidents inside and, and the training oh, yeah. process. They're super cute. It's super adorable when they're sleeping and you get all the fun stuff, but there is <laughs> yeah. a lot of work that gets into it. But over time, you start to bond with, with these animals and, you know, you get to a comfort level where you only start doing things with them and only them around. Yeah, there was a list that was put together and it said the top five things that dog owners only do and only feel comfortable doing in front of their dog. Number five on this list, which I, I people do this in front of other people all the time, not just in front of their dog, sharing a meal with their dog, like giving them pieces of their food. Oh, here you want my you want my crust? You want my my a little extra piece of my toast? Here, have a have a little nibble. Listen, it's as a, as a dog owner, it's only fair, especially if they're being good, if they're not begging, if they're not jumping all over you, if they're doing a good job, if they're off to the side. I don't do it at at the table. I will Mm -hmm. then like stand up, go over to their bowl, put it in their bowl, and then they sit and wait, and then they go get it afterwards. Like that's that's a reward. But I've seen people with like dogs fully on their laps and their their hand and stuff as they're eating along. Like it's there's no holds barred. There's there's some people I, I think as they're eating off their plate, the dog is also eating off their plate as well. One bite is, for oh, me, one she, bite for you. Like it's back and forth. Uh, number four on this list was calling their dog a funny nickname. Of course, you gotta have nicknames. Yeah, uh, my dog Ivy. I call her Ivykins. <laughs> That's cute. That's a good one, right? Uh, number three was taking selfies with their dog. I don't do this one as much. I'm not going to lie. Two cute dogs at home. What, yeah, you're not taking advantage of the selfie. I was at my friend's house last night. I didn't take a selfie, but I, I did take. T- if you open my camera roll right now, there's 10 pictures of her dog. I on take my pictures phone. and videos <laughs> of the dogs all the time. I don't take as many selfies with them. I take like videos okay. where like I pan to me and then I scroll like down and the dog's like passed out on my lap or there's one off to the side. Like I'll do stuff like that, I guess. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Number two was speaking to their dog in baby talk. Oh god, all the time. I, I, if you if you do haven't you wanna... do you even own a dog if you haven't done that before? <laughs> like that's a rite of passage. And number one was talking to their dog like they understand them. You have full-on conversations. It's, it, they're a soundboard. You got to. I do this from watching sports all the time. Like, I'll bounce <laughs> ideas off of them. Like, I'll look and I'll be like, Joey, that was offside. Was it not? Like, they, the rest got to call that. And then I'll go back to walking the, uh, watching the game and the dog's, like, got its head sideways. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what? Country 104. Halloween, 11 days away. Uh, I, I've already gone out of my way and I bought those those 50 packs of, of, of chocolates for like six bucks. And slowly but surely, they are getting eaten away in the household and we are not even close to being able to make it towards October 31st. So we need some tips and tricks on where to hide it from ourselves. And mainly, if you've got kids, hide it from them before October 31st. Or let's not forget the significant others because yeah. sometimes you want to keep the best candies for yourself. For you. and give, yeah. give the coffee crisp to them because yes, I don't like coffee crisp. What? But I, I know we've talked about this. You love it. I hate the- it. We'll in we'll the agree pa- disagree. Oh, all right, fine. <laughs> I was about to go in there. 
But uh, a mom has shared her hack to keep her Halloween candy from her kids. And what she has done is gone to, you know, Walmart or the dollar store. You know how you can get those things that hook onto the back of your doors? Normally, you can get ones with, like, little hooks for for towels and stuff like that. She got one that's hooks on the back of her door. And it has three shelves. Sometimes you'd see people put, like, shampoo and stuff and their brushes in it in in a bathroom or something like that. But she puts this on the back of her bedroom door that way when her kids open the door to her bedroom and say ma i need help for like the 50th time that day they open the door the candy is behind the door they don't see it then when they leave they shut the door they still don't see the candy but what if you could hear them moving around that's my only thing i'm just trying to think of every angle here like what if you're 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 harboring chips and you hear the bags moving around or you hear the little 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 candy bars like crunkling together and and, and make a noise i mean you could you could put something over top of them or in between them so that they wouldn't make that noise but i mean like it's it's a great spot to start i will give her that yeah it's it's tricky because as you open the door it gets tucked behind and you, you hope that they don't go snooping around behind but the the if if the door gets slammed open, you're right. It will make a sound. It will make a bang. So, okay, Kyle, when you were a kid, did your parents ever hide candy from you? Do you know? Not well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did not well from me. I also was, like, told I was not allowed to touch it. And I had to wait. And the best part was I would always wait because I knew that we just didn't have a lot of kids that came to our house. And over oh. the years, it just, like, got lower and lower. So there would always be, like, half that box of the 100, like, left over. And, like, and some for me, and I have more chocolate and candy. And so I didn't really mind waiting just because I knew what was on the other side. But uh, but at the same time, it I, I knew where it was. I just, I was, for some reason, I had a little bit of discipline and willpower. Did you know where the candy was being I- stored at your place, Leanne? I don't think the candy was ever stored from me, but after the 31st, I would have to hide the candy from yourself, my parents. Oh, <laughs> they're like, look at all these goodies you got. You're at school all day. I'll take one. I'll take two. Hmm, let's have a fifth or a tenth. Why not? Let me pick and rummage through here and see what I want. Then you come home. And you're like, yo, where's all you the Kit Kats? You ate all the good nerds. Country 104. You're a uh, an avid Bachelorette's Bachelor fan, and it kicked off, I think it kicked off last night. and Two, two, two nights ago. ago. This, this oh. was episode so two this all week. Right. All right. I, I, I have a couple <laughs> of friends listening that watch it religiously, and I'm I'm waiting for my phone to get messages from them um, telling me how disappointed they are how in me. How are you not yeah. up on the scoop? What's going on, Kyle? But there was also some other drama in the love world in the state of Florida. Yes, this is a story that could only happen in Florida. So a Florida man is accused of striking his girlfriend with a pumpkin and its innards during a 2 a.m. confrontation yesterday. The 29-year-old has been ordered to have no contact with his girlfriend, and he is currently free on a $1,000 bond. So, I mean, it's... I feel like it's worded a little bit harsher than it actually happened. He uh, attempted to throw a pumpkin at her for some reason because that's the adult Allegedly. thing to do. Allegedly. But it's it's the it's the word they use, the innards. So, like, when you're carving a pumpkin and you got all that slimy orange, like, the stem and, and you, you pile it on your, your newspaper when you're carving, that stuff, he threw I- at her. 
honestly, like if you get a pie in the face, yeah, that's kind of gross because whipped cream in your hair after an hour smells oriented. It smells terrible. That, oh. That's gross. That's no good. Getting, you know, a, like a water balloon. Yeah, I've, I've had that before. It's not great. Um, getting a water balloon in the face. That's not fun. But pumpkin innards? Like, I think that has to be the worst thing that you could have thrown at you. That and like condiments like ketchup and mustard and relish <laughs> you know what i mean like just ketchup doused on your hair and it's just uh it's gross but yeah the 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 pumpkin i don't like that word inner it's it's i don't like that word at all is innards the mo- like a moist for yeah you? it is i don't i'm not a fan innards. of that word it just sounds innards. so in depth and oh you're the worst <laughs> Country 104. I do have a feeling, Kyle, that over the next little while, I know COVID beards have become popular. The quarantine beard has become popular, but I think we're going to see. Yeah, I think I think we're going to see some more beards around for a little bit longer. So a guy in Australia, he did a dating experiment on Tinder. Okay, so he posted photos of himself. He made an account and photos of himself with a beard and photos of himself without a beard yeah first of all i want to just does he put on his profile that he's only here to do an experiment or did he make two separate accounts because i feel like that's not that's not nice right when you make account and there's actually people out there looking to have a match and they're like oh my gosh this person's great and then like you have a conversation at the end of it he goes actually this is just an experiment this is just a trick no i'm pretty sure he's a single dude looking for some love and wanted wanted to see you know what he could get and he actually found out that he he received 70 percent almost 70 percent more matches when he had pictures of himself with a beard weird so yeah so he received 68.1% of matches with one and without only 32% which is so he, that's a he drastic difference so he's now saying that the, he's he's come up with this word it's called beard baiting Okay, so beard baiting, he says, refers to when men grow out their facial hair in a bid to boost their dating success. And on the website, I, this is a direct quote. I'm not saying it myself. This okay. is a quote. He's, oh, he calls the beard a push-up bra for men. <laughs> that's actually really funny. So he came up with that one. It wasn't. That's pretty. Wasn't me. Wasn't I mean, me. I mean, in all fairness, right? I feel like with with you know, you have to go purchase push-up bra i feel beards are a little bit more natural right like you you you, you can't but they enhance your they features def- they I definitely do the- <laughs> yeah. on on most i mean i i know i have friends out there who who don't who don't grow beards because they're like i don't look good in it so i'm not i'm not growing out a beard so i it, it kind of goes either way it's got to suit you in order to work i feel country 104 you know leanne if you remember because it's been a little bit for, for both you and I since we've been on a, a first date. But even still, thankfully, you know, we, <laughs> we know that there are certain, not certain rules, but just certain things you try to avoid on a first date to make a good impression, right? You dress nicely, you smell good, you have proper table manners, you ask questions, you listen, like all those little things, right? Yeah, you do that. But this this woman <laughs> in China... She has done something absolutely insane. So this woman in China, she got set up on a blind date. Her and, and this guy, 29 years old, go uh, agreed to, to go for dinner. 
Well, when the guy shows up, when the guy meets at the arranged place at the arranged time at the restaurant, this woman had invited 23 family members along with her to test the guy's generosity. Like, can you imagine showing up really nice restaurants, candlelit dinner, right? You're all excited, ready to go to just meet this person. And she's got a posse of 23 family members just lined up behind her. I mean, like one, it's insane to assume that he's going to pay for 23 people. A dinner for four, a family of four adds up quick enough. 23 people plus the woman plus him. That's 25. And also, <laughs> who meets the entire family and the extended family and the the third cousin removed twice on the mom's side? Like, uh, on the first date. So the bill, because apparently they didn't all just come to watch. They all came to eat. So yeah. all 25 of them, including the two people that were supposed to be on the date, all eight. And the bill, Leanne, was 2,300 pounds, which is like what? Three uh, grand? One and a half times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For dinner. So evidently and understandably... The dude dashed. <laughs> he he dipped yeah. before before paying the bill because the bill was almost three thousand dollars. So apparently the guy sat through the entire dinner. He did. Chatted with the family, saw the bill, saw how much it was going to be, and then and then did a little dine He's and like, dash. Nah. But Kyle, would you would you if that was you would you have made it until the point where? The bill no. came out. I feel like I no. would have been out of there and been like, oh, you know what? This is not what I was looking for. I'd have ordered a water. Like... I'd have gone to the bathroom and I would not have come out. Country 104. We've all had those moments, those things where you think, ah, oh, you know, that's too bad, but it'll never happen to me. Oh, that, that, you know, that sucks, but I don't have to worry about that. Like, for example, smashing your phone screen. <laughs> You, you always see a friend with a smashed phone screen and you think, oh, that's really too bad. Like, what a pain. That's oh, never that going to happen to me. I'm never going to do that. And then and you then, go to put your phone in your pocket. You miss your pocket and it falls and smacks off the corner of a table and then it's right. broken. And then you got to go to the kiosk at 730 at night to get a new phone. <laughs> yes, I'm talking out of experience. Here. <laughs> I've done that before. I've smashed my phone screen twice. One time I was walking out of a gym. I just had a great workout. Absolutely worked my butt off. The phone slipped through my sweaty fingers i guess fell face down on the floor <laughs> and i'm like no 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 no. there's got to be some good karma here i'm at the gym i'm trying to be good i'm trying to be healthy oh my gosh and it's, it was it was so smashed i don't know how the thing just didn't like fall apart i've had a phone fall out of my pocket i was playing mini putt and i hit a hole in one and i jumped up and it <laughs> flew out of my pocket and <laughs> fell into like the little stream of water and flowed all down no. oh gosh yeah. i feel like that is something if they were to remake happy gilmore in 2020 <laughs> that is something that would happen to adam sandler country 104 there's somebody in ottawa it's a bit of a local or closer to home story a canadian story <laughs> about a guy named kevin yeah and his friend nora who has made a website called date kevin and I, I got to be honest with you, it's it's she's trying to help the dude find love. She is being a good friend because they're friends and they're roommates, they're roommates. And she made a like a literal website called datekevin.carrd.co. And it goes, date Kevin, 100 percent boyfriend material. 
if you are a a woman over the age of 23 looking for a stable caring and fun loving potential long-term partner certified normie you want to meet my friend <laughs> kevin uh i think one of the last words i would ever want to be used to describe me would be the word normie i'm very i've never really actually heard that word used in today's slang language like as the, soon as what? i heard that i thought of like harry potter and like muggles oh my gosh that's amazing <laughs> i don't want that to be the word to use to describe me if you're putting yourself out there like you want things that stand out not you're very normal safe bet as a person and you know what i i will i i'm sure kevin is a great guy oh he I'm looks sure fantastic yeah he's apparently loves survivor loves some good reality tv loves camping he seems like a great guy but her this friend nora i feel like she needs i think she needs a lesson in how to be a wing woman because then if you go further down the website she says kevin is many things but above all he can be described as nice like, like of all of all the words in the dictionary, of all the things you can des- describe somebody as, nice. That's the, the the this half dead plant sitting beside me in the office. That's nice. Yeah. The sun coming up right now. That's, that's nice. Nice. <laughs> Kevin, who you want to date and potentially marry? Nice. Come on, Nora. Come on, Nora. Here, here's my theory. I think Nora okay. actually is in love with him. Oh, plot I think twist. I think this is like one of those movie situations where they've been friends for a while. The roommates, maybe they tried it before and it didn't kind of work, but they they secretly have feelings for one another. So Nora's trying to push herself away, being like, "I'll create a website for you," but then she puts things down like jogging in around center uh, center town in his tight little leggings. <laughs> And using words like that so that no one's going to apply for it. And then at some point down the line, they get together. Boom. I think I just solved it. Country Mornings with Kyle and Leanne on Country 104.